Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. Thanks for listening. I am Billy Embody. We are coming to you with some breaking news out of LSU as the Tigers have landed a commitment from four-star wide receiver Kyle Parker out of the state of Texas. A huge pickup for the staff as uh, the month of June winds down. And this one came together relatively quickly for the Tigers. The staff offered uh, him this month after a private workout in Baton Rouge. And Cortez Hankton turned the heat up, brought him on campus for an official visit. And lo and behold, he's coming home. Most of Kyle Parker's family is from Louisiana. His dad went to LSU, uh, grew up in New Orleans, played for McDonough U35. Uh, a really, really talented prospect that LSU was getting on board. The number 43 overall wide receiver in the country, number 55 overall prospect in the state of Texas. He's a four-star for on three, just outside of the on 300, but a prospect we really, really like um, here at on three. He's a uh, three-star prospect for the on three consensus, but he took official visits to Louisville and Oklahoma State. The Cardinals were really challenging for this one. He's got close ties to Pierce Clarkston. Uh, their quarterback commit in the class plays seven on seven with him, and and the Cardinals are certainly making some noise on the recruiting trail, having landed five-star running back Reuben Owens this week. Um, and Texas also was a challenger here, but he opted to cancel his official visit this weekend to Austin, and the Tigers land his commitment. Uh, he just told me straight up, this is where I wanted to go. It was the best decision for me, and I felt like the time was now. So he jumped on board with LSU. We've got his full breakdown on thebengaltiger.com, so be sure to check that out uh, for those LSU fans looking to hear from Kyle Parker. And Kyle's, you know, somebody that's really polished, I would say. Um, very technical in his route running, uh, and he comes from a really good program. His teammate is actually somebody I'm, I'm both, I'm familiar with really a good bit of the Lovejoy standouts uh, in this uh, cycle. Uh, his teammate is SMU wide receiver commit Jackson Lavender. Uh, they're really well coached over there. So he comes out of the slot at a good, um, you know, bit as far as what uh, LSU wants out of him, I would say. Um, he's going to be somebody in the return game that LSU wants to use. That's something they've already mentioned to him. Uh, and that's probably the way he's going to see the field right away is, is maybe contributing in that return game as he, you know, adjusts to the next level, gets into that slot competition. Uh, but somebody who's almost 5'11", 180 pounds, Clocked at, uh, I believe, a 10 8 meter time uh, this spring. So he's really improved as far as his top end speed as well. Uh, he's got some quickness. He can make guys mix, uh, miss. And, uh, you know, I, I think with him, he's going to continue to get better and better with his route running. He reminds me a little bit of Malik Neighbors um, as far as a, a comparable prospect. You know, I, I think, you know, Kyle Parker. Uh, can continue to go up the rankings, finish as an on 300 guy for us, especially if he continues to do um, what we, we think he can do with his speed, produce at a high level for Lovejoy this year. Um, and he's somebody that, you know, at least from talking with him, he's probably going to be someone that that sticks in, in my mind. I mean, the ties to Louisiana are deep. The ties to LSU are deep with his dad attending uh, LSU as a student. Uh, and, you know, the nice thing about him, too, is he's a little on the younger side. He's going to turn 17 uh, in, in uh, or he just turned 17. So this is a really nice uh, pickup for LSU overall. Um, 
I, I just think he's somebody that this is a prime example of what you want with a coaching staff going through its evaluation process. You know, they went through Lovejoy a couple times in the spring and, and got their eyes on Kyle Parker, got their eyes on even Jackson Lavender and Peyton Pierce, who's a 2024 linebacker um, out, of, um, out of Lovejoy and a really talented prospect, four-star guy on that front. And so they went through the evaluation process, and, and Cortez Hankton did a really, really good job. I was talking with a source um, over there at Lovejoy, and, and they was just very impressed with Cortez Hankton and what he brings to the table as a coach, what he brings to the table as far as wide receiver development. Uh, the, I think for Kyle Parker, it's a homecoming. Don't get me wrong. I think Cortez Hankton, the way he impressed in the film room, the way he impressed with how he recruited him, and coached him while he was there and showed film and and how his players applied it on the field of play really stole the show for Kyle Parker very bright kid very bright parents they understand the process and so for him to go ahead and shut it down it makes a lot of sense the ties are there I gotta say Cortez Hankton did a terrific job recruiting Kyle Parker keeping him warm getting him up on campus for an for a for a workout offering him and, and then getting him on campus for an official visit and, and closing the door on a team like Louisville, who's been hot, really had some confidence coming off the visit. There was some worry in Baton Rouge that, that they had shifted things on this one. And, and it was a real concern over there at Lovejoy, too, because it's actually kind of a pro LSU environment over there from what I've kind of picked up uh, in terms of what they think about Coach Hankton and, and you know his development. So Kyle Parker jumps on board. That gives LSU... Uh, it's first, uh, or I should say it's a lone wide receiver commit in the class at this time uh, with Omarion Miller having backed off his commitment uh, earlier this summer. You've got six pledges on board, Mac Markaway at tight end, Trey Holly at running back, and then flipping over the defensive side of the ball with Dalen Austin, Ryan Yates, and Michael Doherty in the secondary. Uh, LSU uh, now probably sits, uh, you know, just looking at it, uh, it hasn't updated yet, but probably uh, – inside well inside the top 15 um, overall classes in the country uh, for the on three consensus football team recruiting rankings and I think LSU could see a little bit of a run here on commitments you know we we know the 4th of July July 1st there are some targets that have circled those dates as far as announcement announcements go uh, they're coming off an official visit weekend as you guys are listening to this uh, that had a really good group of prospects on campus who were pretty high on LSU in their own right um, with with Deshaun Womack, Jackson Howard, and Jeremiah Hughes being on campus. And so we'll see if this, this can kind of kickstart this class and really get things rolling in the right direction, you know, as far as reaching that double-digit commit mark, as far as bringing in some guys that are, that are you know, on the high, higher end. Um, you know, you look at Jackson Howard, you look at Deshaun Womack, uh, some of these other guys that are set to announce, Darren Reed, all those guys. Um, Christian Gray has an announcement set. Th this could be kind of the start of, of something big for LSU over the next two weeks. So we'll continue to kind of keep an eye out and monitor it. But um, this, is a, this is a good momentum builder. This is one they evaluated very well um, and went ahead and got his commitment. And, uh, you know, again, I think he's a really good fit. You look at what's next at wide receiver, you've got two five-stars in Shelton Sampson out of Baton Rouge Catholic and Jalen Brown out of Miami Gulliver Prep, two of the best wide receivers in the country that are high on LSU. 
The Tigers are starting to feel better and better about those guys. We'll see how the summer plays out, you know, with this dead period coming up next week, as well as how their recruitments unfold from there. Jalen Brown's talked about making a commitment kind of close to his senior season. Shelton Sampson looks like he might be moving things up as well. So we will see those two guys would be banner guys, I think, to join the class without a doubt, two five stars. And then Kyle Parker being a really solid technical receiver out of the slot uh, that would complement them really well. And then who knows, they could offer somebody in, in state like Harvey Broussard. They could circle back on Amarian Miller, St. James wideout Kyprene is still out there, although you don't necessarily get warm and fuzzies right now. Um, you know, just even about how LSU is maybe if they're even prioritizing him, I should say. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. Auburn has a lot of uh, has a pair of predictions in to land Kyprene right now. Uh, and he and he didn't camp from what I saw this summer. So look, I, I think LSU right now is is this next two weeks we'll really see where this class is heading as far as the ones that are making their decisions now. Um, it's a big moment in time for this class. It can be the moment where it starts to turn up or you could say, okay, they had these guys on campus. They had about 30 on or they had 30 official visitors in town this summer. It seemed like, I, I think that's about right. And they came up kind of snake eyes. So that's the that's going to be the interesting thing as far as uh, what comes next on the recruiting front. A trio of guys to know that are hitting campus this weekend. Chase Besantis out of New Jersey, four-star. Verge of being a top 50 overall prospect in the country for the on three consensus. Offensive tackle hitting campus. And then TJ Shanahan, a top 100 prospect in the state of Texas. LSU's battling away with A&M and Georgia some of those programs, and then Paul Mabenga out of Buford, Georgia. Michigan holds the on-three recruiting prediction machine lead there. He's pretty underrated on the consensus and just overall, but I really like what Paul Mabenga brings to the table. All three offensive line targets. This has been a huge month of June for Brad Davis. He's had numerous official visitors in town, numerous unofficial visitors like four-star offensive lineman Tyree Adams. And on three five-star, at least he's in five-star range. Zalance Hurd in town for camp and an unofficial visit. Brad Davis could get hot. But again, this class, the next two weeks, I think, overall could be a real momentum builder. Or we could say, okay, it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, and I, I, I don't think it will be a complete dud, though. I think they're going to get some more commitments and get on a little bit of a run here as well. So we'll keep an eye out. We'll find out what's going on as far as some of these official visitors, where things were left with them. And to do that, pick up a seven-day trial of TheBengalTiger.com. We'll have you guys fully covered on that front with reactions and intel and all the things. Um, and next week, we're going to kind of assess where everything stands. We'll do a couple mega podcasts uh, to kick off. the. Uh, we'll do one to kick off the week uh, on Tuesday, and then we'll do one to uh, you know close things out as uh, I go on my honeymoon next week so you guys will get that um, as I'm really taking off from my honeymoon so be sure to check those out um, we'll have you guys covered on the commitment front we've been gathering some intel behind the scenes we'll be ready if and when some of these guys pop for the Tigers so keep it locked on the bengaltiger.com but right now we are joined by LSU linebacker Mike Jones Jr. 
probably one of the best interviews you guys will hear out there. We had a great time catching up with him. He's got a lot to share, so be sure to check this out. Um, and we will catch you next time on uh, the Bengal Tiger podcast. Next week, we'll have more reaction to official visitors that were on campus. We'll assess where things stand with the dead period hitting and much more. So we appreciate you guys listening to this edition of the podcast, and we will catch you guys next time. But for now, here's Mike Jones Jr. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Bengal Tiger Podcast, a special edition. We happen to be joined by LSU linebacker Mike Jones Jr. Thanks for the time, Mike. Really appreciate it. Um, how is summer going for you so far? Oh, man, thank you for inviting me on, man. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. And um, summer's going great, man. Summer's going great. Uh, Coach Flint and, and the whole weight staff, man, they've got us in there grinding day in and day out. You know, uh, guys are getting close. You know, that summer grind, it, I, I really feel like it's really when you make a team, a team, a team. And so, um, you know, putting a lot, of, a lot of work in, you know, uh, getting after it and uh, getting ready for fall camp and, and the season. And what are the workouts like? I mean, I know you you, you spent last summer here and, and now you're you know getting right back into it with a new strength staff, your your third, you know, new third strength staff in, in as many years. What's Coach Flint mm-hmm. like and, and how does he push you guys? Yeah, uh Coach Flint's awesome, man. Uh you know, he always brings the energy, you know, um he, he's very intentional about our exercises and knowing what, what we're going to do and knowing why we're doing things. Um, you know, he, he's an awesome dude, man. The whole staff, the whole staff is really great. Uh, you know, um, I, and I forgot the other part of the question, but coach, coach Flint and the whole staff, love them guys a lot, man. You know, they, they're going to be a big reason why, you know, we, we play well this year. Yeah. The, the question, uh, is just how, you know, how do they push you guys to, to be the best you can be? Oh yeah. 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 Um, Man, one of the things I think that they do really well is, you know, just the focus on accountability. And, and that's the, even a more off the field, outside the weight room approach. You know, of course, when they're in there, you know, uh, they always bring the energy, you know what I'm saying? And, and they do a good job of explaining why we're doing what we're doing, you know, showing how this translates to the game. Um, but for sure, off the field, you know, which is, you know, one of the most important things because, you know, you can only be in the weight room a certain amount of time. Uh, they do a great job of just making sure, you know, guys are accountable, you know, checking up on guys, making sure guys are eating their vitamins, making sure guys are, you know, eating their meals, you know, they're at all the meal checks, you know, they're, they're uh, you know, just really, you know, really, uh, you know, focused on, you know, guys doing the little things and, and focused on, you know, making sure that we know and are, uh, you know, in a position to get all of our stuff done every day. You know, that that's really what I think is the biggest difference between, you know, uh, them and the staffs I've had, you know, in, in the, in my previous years. What did you learn about yourself last year, uh, just coming into a new situation? I probably didn't go exactly the way you'd planned or any of the guys on the team even planned, but what'd you learn about yourself going through that? I, I learned a few things. Um, one of the main things I, I do would say I learned though is, you know, I, I love the game, you know, um, 
And I feel like it's hard to really realize that till you go to some adversity that's different than, you know, you would have ever expected. You know, things don't go exactly the way you, you do. You know, there, there's some times, you know, where, where it could be easy to say, you know, uh, I might not study as hard as I want to this week or, you know, I might not, you know, get in the mentality of me, you know, doing this or playing this many snaps because you, you don't know, you know, but, um, you know, I, I, I learned from myself, you know, and I, I proved myself every week, you know, regardless of what was happening, regardless how many snaps I was expected to play, you know, regardless how I felt going into the game, I was going to approach it like I was going out there, you know, to play, um, you know, to play for a national championship. And so um, I, I think that was, you know, the biggest thing, man. I, I really love the game, you know, and uh, it, it's very important to me. My teammates are very important to me. I, I care for all our guys, you know. Um, and I, I'll probably say those those are the biggest things for me. What do you feel like, you know, as far as uh, the, the new regime goes, do you feel like is is going to benefit you guys the most in terms of whether it be Brian Kelly and his approach or Matt House and what he's bringing in on defense or just kind of overall? Um, I think a lot of things, you know, are going to tie into our success. You know, uh, you know, we we the way we prepare, you know, um, Coach House, man, he, he's done a great job of installing our defense, you know, and uh, me being the Mike linebacker, you know, I've gotten to get into his mind a little bit. And so, um, you know, I, I know he's going to be prepared for, you know, everything we're going to see and he's going to make sure we're prepared too. Um, and with that, you know, the attention to details, you know, the ability to, you know, get all those little things so you can go out there and execute, man. That's that's one thing Coach Kelly has been harping on since, you know, he came into the program and he's got started with us. And so um, I think all of it's going to tie in, you know, and they both do a great job of, you know, emphasizing what's important to, to them, you know, emphasizing what's going to help us win, you know, emphasizing the difference between, you know, some of the things you may have done in the past and, you know, the things that we're going to do now. Um, you know, I, I think all of it will tie into, uh, you know, the way we play ball this year. And I think people will be able to see it when we go out there and play as well. You know, getting to watch Coach House uh, at the LSU camps this summer, really energetic guy, seems to be really engaged. What's he like in, in the room with you guys? Yeah, I, absolutely energetic, absolutely engaged. Um, man, the main thing I would say about Coach House, though, and, and one of the things I love about him the most, man, he's demanding, you know, um, He's, and it doesn't matter who you are in the room. You know, you could be a guy like me, a fifth-year senior, or you can be a guy who just came into college, you know, hasn't even been there for a whole month. And, uh, of course, your expectations are going to be a little different because, you know, the knowledge is different over time. But, you know, he's going to demand that everybody gets their best. You know, the standard isn't going to drop with Coach House. You know, it, it, it's not. And, and that's one thing I love about him, and I think that's one thing our whole room loves about him because it, it, it forces an environment where you have to get better. You know, there's it, never complacency with Coach House. You know, you're going to always, always work on something. And if you think you got something down, he's going to find a way to mess you up and you're going to even get deeper into it and you're going to know it. You know what I'm saying? You'll know what you got to know in and out. And, uh, you know, awesome dude, man. Awesome coach, man. You know, I, I'm learning so much from him, even, you know, outside of football. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's a, a great coach, you know, a, a great D.C. And I'm so excited to, you know, go throughout the season with him. What did he... And, and I guess how as well, did he identify what he wanted to see out of you improve and, and where he also felt like you could really help the defense the most? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I feel like with, with us, man, and, and the defense, you know, he didn't really have like any expectations for anybody like coming into, like he didn't have any preconceptions. 
you know, it was more about just going out there and execute. And so, um, you know, early on, I wouldn't say there was necessarily a thing that, you know, he needed me to do because, you know, it was more him finding out, you know, who who's going to do this, who's going to do that. Um, but as we continue to, you know, go through this thing, uh, through the spring and, and spend time together, you know, we I, I meet with him almost every single day. And so, uh, you know, we we have a lot of conversations about things I can do better, you know, things I need to emphasize as practice, you know, little things I need to pay attention to. Um, and so that that's the main thing I would probably say, you know, we we talk a lot, you know, uh, even and we even talk about stuff that's not football. And so, uh, you know, just just conversations, regular conversations, I feel like is a way that he's, you know, um, you know, showed me what he need me to do, you know, and uh, has also helped me put me in a position to get things done that he wants me to do. With the defense, you know, you, a lot of new faces uh, this spring. What did what were some of your main takeaways from what you guys were able to do this spring, you know, while installing the defense and also just trying to learn each other? Yeah, uh, I would say, man, my main takeaway, man, is uh, we communicate really well. And um, throughout my years in college football, you know, I wouldn't say communication has always been the emphasis on you know, the way that you play defense, you know, a lot of times I've seen, you know, the mics will run the defense or, you know, maybe one safety will make the calls that show, you know, different rotation and things like that. Um, but our, if, if you were out there and you listen to it, the way we practice, you might, you might think you're going to hear 11 guys talking. You probably will hear at 11 <laughs> the whole time. Um, you know, we, we talk really well, man, you know, and we also listen really well too, you know, so, uh, you know, we're all picking up on things really fast, you know, as play developers talking throughout the plays. We're talking pre-snaps, you know, and we're um, adjusting, doing a great thing, uh, doing our job and getting things done. Uh, and also, we run to the ball, you know, everybody. Um, Coach House emphasized it, you know, uh, every day during spring practice, man, you know, the the importance of running and all 11 guys straight into the football. And, um, you know, we really have bought into that. What um, what what are some of your goals you guys identified over the, the summer that you really felt like you had to hit on to to take the next step? and continue to grow in the, in the right way? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say we have like, you know, goals as in like certain things we have to achieve. You know, I feel like our goals are more just, you know, meeting our standard. You know, when we go, when we, uh, we just board on that field, you know, we communicate, you know, we're locked in, we get our job done. You know what I'm saying? And we run to the football, you know, that that's our expectation. Every play, you know, every, every snap and so um you know I, I feel like you know you don't really have to look forward to too much more you know when you just have your set things to do every play you know so I wouldn't necessarily say their goals but you know we got to go out there and execute every step you know and that's one thing you know where we're uh you know we've always focused on and especially throughout the summer we've done a good job of uh you know getting done as well any standouts that you've seen so far over the course of you know the the uh the off-season workouts um you know through the off-season really everybody man I mean we're all getting it and that's one thing I really like about our defense too and our team too you know because we got uh a lot of offensive guys you know with our lifting group as well you know um we're all pushing each other constantly you know constantly you know I don't even think anybody could slack off and not work hard if they didn't want to you know and it's it's an environment where like you're pushing to compete, you know, and, and I'm a competitor. If I see somebody over there doing some more weight than me, I'm gonna put, put, you know, more weight on 
but it's not only me, that's everybody. You know, we have these things that track our speed, you know, throughout the way we lift. And you can see like a little leaderboard, not even leaderboard, you can see who's winning. You can see who's winning on the team. You can see who's winning on the uh, in your segment. And when I tell you we go at it every day, I'm trying to win every rep. And I might not win every rep, but, you know, and it's not only me. I know for sure all the linebackers, we be going out there. We be getting out there. We going to talk to I be trying to get it. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I would say everybody, man, we're all, everybody's doing a great job, man. You know, the strength staff is, you know, really put us in a position where, uh, you know, it's just working hard is the standard, you know. The, the, the name, at least in the linebacker room, that probably is going to garner a little bit of attention from LSU fans right off the bat. Harold Perkins, have you have you seen anything from him you know, so far in his limited amount of time on campus? Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. Um, you know, it can get crazy for a young guy whenever you first get into college. Um, but from what I've seen, man, he, he's, he's looking like a veteran, at least when it comes to, you know, the way you handle yourself off the field. Uh, you know, I've had some meeting with Coach Houses, and usually, or not usually, but sometimes it'd be just me in there. And I've started to notice he, he's being there too. And I'm like, okay, like, getting in and it took me a while to realize the importance of the mental side of you know uh defense and 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 playing in college um of course man you know freaky athletic you know can run well you know change the direction is great man and, and he works his tail off too you know um super excited for him man and uh he's going to be a great player for sure and then demario tolan uh, another one that that people are excited about i mean just what have you, yeah. what have you seen from him yeah, man. Uh, uh, basically the same thing, man. Demario was here in the spring, and um, so I got to watch him play, play uh, a good little bit, man. And uh, just like I said, man, really locked in on the middle side of it, man. You know, uh, it, it really, it's really crazy to me to see these guys come in with such a, a veteran mentality when it comes to to learning the game. You know, I just thought it was football. You know, I was like, I'm an athlete. You know, and I just go play, and and that that kept me off the field my freshman year. Um, <laughs> but these guys have came in with the right mindset, man. You know, they worked hard, kept their head down, you know, and kept pushing it. You know, and um, both of those guys, man, you know, super athletic, super talented, and are going to have great careers here. Uh, I'll finish up with this. I mean, what are what are people going to notice out of you? Uh, you know, as far as what you think, you know, things will change as, as far as your development going into this new new era. Yeah, um, I would say for myself, man, uh, the only thing I, I, I'm worried about, man, is one, you know, communicating the best I can, getting guys lined up, you know, and getting uh, being in a position to execute and just going out there and playing my best ball, you know, every game. You know, uh, I'm not really too concerned about tackles. I'm not really too concerned about stats. I know if I get my job done and, and I do what my coach wants, wants me to do, all that will take care of itself. So, uh, you know, hopefully everybody just sees a guy go out up there and execute every snap that he can. All right. And we've got to flip over to, uh, you know, kind of the news for your weekend, I guess. You, you've got a pretty <laughs> cool event coming up. The launch of yes, the, the launch of the Bayou Cat crew with the Players Lounge. You've got a crew of you guys that are going to be at walk-ons on uh, Saturday the 25th. It, it's, you know, pre-sale event. You can go get your tickets. Uh, and register at the play at playerspresale.com two to five central at walk-ons in Baton Rouge next to the stadium. But tell us a little bit about this event and, and it's the big launch. So this is something you guys have been working towards for a while. Yeah. So, um, 
like you said, it's uh, it's a launch. We're releasing some NFTs coming out this Saturday. This is the pre-sale. And uh, you know what? This whole thing, this whole project is just about um, giving fans the opportunity to have, you know, interactions with players. Um, you know, since I've been in college, you know, NIL wasn't a thing. And so the most time I really got to spend with fans is after a game, whenever I'm walking, you know, to my car and, you know, I'm trying to go see my family. And uh, so, you know, there hasn't been really been any time, you know, for anything like this to happen. Um, but the Players Lounge, man, they, they've come out with a great, great plan. And um, this is uh, a chance for people to come out, sit around, talk with us, you know, uh, just be able to have fun, you know, and meet us, you know, personally, you know, and see who we are as people. Um, I think it's a great opportunity. Of course, you know, we're going to be in there having fun and uh, have a good group of guys in there. And, uh, you know, I, I would encourage everybody to come out. How'd you design your NFT? I've asked a couple of guys like that. How'd you <laughs> pick up, pick out the, the things that you wanted on yours? Yeah. Uh, so really mine, like I've always been like a, like a, like a white cleats, white gloves, you know, type of guy, you know, since like, since like elementary school. And so when I saw the white tiger fur, I was like, oh yeah, that's me. I didn't even have to think about that. Um, but otherwise, you know, I just tried to go with the cleanest, like smoothest look, you know what I'm saying? It's just to really go with the white. You can't be too crazy when you're wearing all white, you know, it's got to look good. It's got to look, you know, sleek, fast, just cool, you know? So I, I was kind of just my vibe. Got it. Now, I mean, with this, you know, opportunity for you guys to, you know, have your know, name, image, likeness, be a part of what you guys can do. What's the adjustment been like? Has there been any? Do you have to balance a little bit more? I mean, I'm not sure, you know, just how much you have going on in that front, but do you have to kind of you know, be picky in a way? Um, I mean, I can say for myself, no, not really. You know, uh, and I'm sure it'll be different maybe if I was like a quarterback. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, there's a few things I have to do. You know, you always got to, you know, play and not play your role, but do what's expected of you. But really for me, man, I get on Discord, you know, and I would tell everybody too to hop on the Discord server for more and uh, more information and more interactions. You know, I, I hop on Discord and, you know, I just talk to fans, you know, every day or so, you know, whenever I get on and, and I'm on Discord, you know, uh, a good little bit too. And I've been on it before this. So it, it's really easy for me. It's pretty simple, you know, and, um, you know, like I said, I would encourage everybody to, you know, join on if you want to talk to some of the players you know you like to go watch on on um on Saturdays and, and discord give us a little rundown on what that's like is that you guys just chatting yep so uh discord it's it's basically a place where you can just come in and, and type and text you know to each other uh you can send like little gifs and like funny pictures funny videos you know and we get in there and we talk everything, you know, of course, uh, over the past couple weeks, we've talked a lot of NBA finals. Um, I know I was on the other day and we were talking about some of the best uniforms in college football, you know, it's really chill, really chillax, you know, just like a, like a little chat room, you know, you just sit in there talking, you know, and it's a whole bunch of guys who play college ball and a whole bunch of fans that we just talk ball and, you know, things like things like that. That's awesome, man. Um, all right. Well, I guess we got to end with this. I've been asking a lot of guys, what are you watching this summer? What you, you got any good shows to recommend on, on Netflix and whatnot? Mm, I just started the Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. Peaky that, Blinders. The Peaky Blinders. Uh, <laughs> it, it's podcast kind of. So uh, we'll leave it at uh, 
that. Yeah, we're trying to be authentic. I guess on Halloween we can do that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. no, I'm about to watch that too. I'm about to cruise through that. Um, but yeah, no, Peaky Blinders is his personal favorite of mine for sure too. Yeah, I just got into it. it it's very entertaining. Very. Oh yeah, it, it's a quick binge for sure. Even though there's five. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, facts. Well, That's awesome. The... Well, uh, what else do you like to do around Baton Rouge? I mean, tell us a little bit. You know, you've only been here about a year now, but what have you found yourself wanting to do in your free time? Um, I'd say my favorite thing to do is probably go eat. Um, you know, I feel like this area has the best food and out of anywhere I've ever been, you know, and so uh, a, a lot of times I will just go try random spots, you know, and uh, and just try food. That, that's one of my favorite things I like to do, and, and I've done it a lot down here. Well, that's great, man. Well, look, we appreciate you uh, coming on with us. I mean, can't thank you enough for all the time you've given us, and we're looking forward to doing this again. We'll catch up, you know, as the season gets closer, into the season, if you've got time for yes, us, sir. and, and uh, we'll, we'll keep this going. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. Thank, thank you for having me. Anytime. And you have a great 4th of July and the rest of summer, and we'll, we'll talk again. Appreciate it, man. You too. All right. That was Mike Jones Jr. joining us on the Bengal Tiger podcast. We appreciate a few minutes of his time. We appreciate you guys for listening. Please leave us a rating, leave us a review, and share the podcast wherever uh, you catch your podcast at with your friends and family who might enjoy listening as well. So we'll catch you guys next time. Next week, we'll recap LSU official visits, the last ones of the month of June. And uh, we look forward to bringing you that podcast, last one before uh, I go on my honeymoon too. So enjoy that and uh, enjoy a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you next time.